Welcome to the Kingdom Life Podcast. I'm Pastor Rasi. May God bless you and draw you closer and reveal His heavenly realities while you listen to this message. Welcome to the next episode of our podcast, Kingdom Life. Uh, today it's my privilege to have my colleague actually here, Dalian Boerta. And uh, once again, we're doing also these podcasts in Afrikaans and English because we want to reach more people. And so some will be in Afrikaans and some will be in English. And uh, we are both working at Duet Church in Potchefstroom. And Dalian is the senior director of our kids ministry and family ministry. And uh, as we have mentioned earlier, it is a priority at our church. And therefore, today's theme or topic is my family and fasting. And so, Dalian, welcome on the podcast today. Um, we are excited to speak on families and fasting, the reality of that, and exactly as a parent, what can we do to help our families and our children? So fasting, uh, Dalian, I want to just start with fasting is for some people still a foreign thing to do. Um, but we see in the Bible that Jesus mentioned and said that while he was on earth, um, they didn't fast. Because the Pharisees asked the disciples, why are you not fasting? And then Jesus responded. He said, they are not fasting because the bridegroom is with them. But when he leaves, they will fast. So even in the New Testament, fasting is still relevant today and must be done today. But we are, if we understand fasting in the biblical context correct, fasting was always very simple. There was different fasts for different reasons. Uh, drawing near to God, trusting God for breakthrough, uh, fasting against sin, uh, all of those kind of things. Uh, for protection, uh, for peace. But uh, the principle of fasting was leaving something out of your life, like food, not eating, to draw near to God, number one. And number two, replacing the item that you leave out for a time with prayer and worship, especially. And that's how we draw near to God. So that's what fasting is very simple. Um, in this case, in our case, a 21-day fast with a Daniel fast is eating no meat and drinking maybe not coffee, no sugars and all of those kind of things. But if we don't replace whatever we leave out of our diet with prayer, it doesn't make sense. You just suffer. <laughs> it's just <Yes>. a suffer, <laughs> suffering for 21 days, not eating, thinking about food. And maybe you are fasting for the first time in your life and you might experience this. You are you, you have trouble sleeping, eating, training, whatever, because you just keep on thinking about food. You're hungry. But the principle is replacing that with something, especially prayer, drawing near to God, spending time with God. So thank you for being on the podcast. We, look, we are looking forward. So here's our dilemma. We have families with children uh, in our families. And for some that is not fasted before, we might have the following response. Uh, our children is at school. Our children is busy with activities and sports and all of those kind of things. They are growing. So leaving food or especially meat, uh, you know, proteins out of their diet might isn't it you know bad for them what about sugars is there other ways for us to fast as families and so that's what we are facing but especially um what do we do with our children and the families when we as parents guide them into a time of fasting like that so that's the conversation today that's the dilemma yes help help us Dalian. so if we have families we have children and we say we see this is actually a biblical construct and uh, we need to do that and want to try that drawing near to god how how do we address this dilemma in our families? Rasi, this makes me so excited because I think anything that 
is a subject like this will cause a bit of ruction in our hearts maybe and especially in parents minds and what they hear and see the media and the world tells us and i think the easiest way to to label this is to say we are dealing with instant gratification mm -hmm. so we are living in a world that teaches our children that anything they need or want or desire will automatically instantly and very quickly be satisfied mm, the dilemma so yes the dilemma with this is is that they they do not understand how to wait so they can't even wait for food driving home from sports practice so what we as dear mothers do is we pack little lunch boxes or you stop at big and pay yes and you, you stop quickly because <laughs> and buy because, an energy bar quickly. yes exactly because they are so hungry and it's almost like our motherly instinct tells us that if you don't satisfy this now they'll probably die um there's an <laughs> alarm that goes off ne? I, I don't know if you've seen that but me as a mother i've done exactly mm. that and the drive home from school to the lunch table is just too far and we live three kilometers from school um, they can't even maybe have a, a conversation how it was at school because the hunger is just so bad and and that's only talking about food I, I think when we think about media when we think about the scrolling on YouTube videos now it's short I mean it's not even a, an entire video they can't even sit through an entire video they they do shorts and I, I see two and three year olds scrolling like expert scrollers mm -hmm. through shorts and it's it's that adrenaline rush that they get and that is called instant gratification so we are dealing with a generation that mm. cannot wait mm. they cannot um, trust for something to happen just a little bit later mm. um, it's going to be okay if I don't get this right now um, and unfortunately the world around us is teaching this we are also doing it as parents we want something we text someone we get a text back a whatsapp you google information google. immediately yes yeah. even when we are teaching um i've seen if we think about us in school when you wanted to know something about an animal or a snake or whatever your parents would have said let's go to the library let's go see what someone says in a book um, now it's mommy why what type of snake is that don't worry give me a second I google mm. quickly and you've got, you've got your answer so I think when we talk about that as well it's safe to say that when we are teaching our children especially about faith instant gratification it is making it very difficult because faith is waiting on God as oh, well yes. yes and we are teaching them that they do not have to wait for anything. So how will they be able to wait upon God or to trust? So or fast for extended, fast period of time. For extended periods of time. And that's why mm. I think fasting is it's such a big no-no for parents in their heads, um, where it's actually maybe one of the best ways to introduce um, resilience that mm. we want to teach our kids in life, physically, but also emotionally and spiritually. And we see that in the Bible as well. Um, when when Jesus answers Peter about forgiveness, he says, you have to forgive 77 times 7, which means 
you know, multiple, yeah, multiple yes. days that yes. you might dwell on the person that you have to forgive. It doesn't exactly. happen immediately, always. You no. have to spend time and ha be resilient at, at what you know you have to do. Exactly. And other things as well, you know, hurt for one. Yes. You know, we can't, you know, hurt is not a quick fix many times. No. Sometimes it takes time. It's Spending time with people, it's a journey. And so definitely. So what you're saying is our culture, and especially the Western culture, mm. I think, but cultures around the world is now, you know, being, it influences the spiritual disciplines that we have and we see in the Bible. And that makes it very difficult for us. Definitely. All right. I think even if we, um, I'm thinking about something like um, sickness or hurt, as you're saying, and, and if we take a physical hurt, we are so easy, easily um, activated to run to the cabinet and get a medication or something to give our child um, so they are also being taught that anything that hurts can be taken away. Um, like a headache, which which yes. might take drinking water instead of a exactly. pain medication. And now we are even, I want to take it a little further, um, we as parents are being taught that anything that hurts in your child can be um, mended by a professional, can mm. be helped or taken away. So we as parents need maybe also to think about walking next to your child when they are in that journey of hurt and not wanting to immediately take it away. Maybe it's something. Fix everything immediately. Yes, fixing mm. everything immediately. And there's that's a professional so for fixing anything. There's, yeah, that's, that's a that, big dilemma. That's so good. So definitely, you're 100% correct, I think. This kind of mindset and culture is influencing the spiritual discipline of fasting. Yes. So when we speak about and think about our families, we now identify this as a problem. So this is, if we identify the problem, then we could say to ourselves, especially as parents, we need to enter the journey. That's what you're saying. Yes. We enter the journey and we need to learn to be quiet, silent, wait upon the Lord. He's not always, you know, he, he doesn't jump when we no. need an answer no. almost no. Uh, always. No. So, if we speak about fasting and my children and my family, especially because it's a family thing, it's definitely. You, you said earlier that it must be taught, and you will speak about that yes. now. I've heard the other day, a guy said, um, "More is caught than taught." Sure. Meaning, if the parents put themselves into that discipline, exactly. the children will see. So they'll help, pick it up. They'll pick it up. Yes. You know. So teaching and doing. Help us a little bit. So if we practically speak about how do we as parents guide our children into the spiritual discipline of fasting? What do we do? Rasi, I think I want to start with saying um, I would highly recommend not making it a very um, somber, oh my word, we are going into this this fasting thing and it's going to be very bad. difficult and bad and and I, I think then Matthew 6 maybe that's what Jesus is teaching us as well as parents um, so that when you are thinking about fasting I would say put a positive ring to it um, mm -hmm. because it's something that you are going to teach you are going to enter a phase a, a teaching moment or a teaching season or a teaching week or three um, so I would say beforehand pray about this and ask God to check your heart and to make you excited about what he's going to do and what he's wanting to do through you for your kids and you must enter this on a positive note I, I think we must start there because children 
they pick up on that. They pick up on, oh my goodness, this is going to be hard. I can see mommy's face is dropping and, <laughs> and daddy, is, daddy doesn't really want to do this, but he's just going along. So I think to be excited about this, just as you're going, um, will be going on vacation yeah. or, yeah, this is something that we are going to do as a team. Because the reason is we, we want to encounter God, right? Yes. We want something to draw us closer to God and that's a good thing. And what do. can be better than that? Exactly. So we must resemble also if we say that our relationship with God is our first priority, that must be resembled in our actions and in our character in, and in what we do and say and how we feel about things. Especially as parents, right? Especially as parents. Yeah, so good. And kids can't be um, fooled. They, they know you very well. So they will know if this is only something that you are going to do so that at church they can say, my kids... Religious um, activity. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, so check your heart. Um, Firstly, and then I would suggest preparing. So when you are preparing, you don't just jump into something and Sunday you tell everybody that um, we are going to start a fast. You must prepare everyone and you're going to pray as a husband and a wife. Union beforehand is also very, very important um, to be on the same page. And then I would say you can start to think about how are we going to fast? What are we going to fast? Um, And this you, I, I feel that the Holy Spirit will clearly guide in this area. But I would say to start with, you must teach your children that it's not a diet, like you said earlier. This is a discipline that we are trying to, good. Yes, to teach. So, good. so I would suggest, like we are going to do um, in this three-week fast, we, and, uh, the first week we, f- we are fasting from sugar and treats and cake and cool drink and everything like that but the second week we will be fasting from media so television games xbox phones social media yes because we don't want them to think that this is just a diet this is just something we are taking away so that they can be healthier because we Mm, must understand stuff that comes out of our mouths daily is oh you must eat healthier Mm. and why are you eating a lot of sweets and Children can easily think that this is just an easy a way. Good diet. Yes. <laughs> and and now um Rasi said that um this is going to be a fast and now my parents is taking this as an easy way to help us live healthier. Yeah. So I would say mixing it up and then I would um say you are going to teach replacing that something that you are saying no to to something that you are now saying yes to. When you say no to something, you say yes to something else. And when you say no to something like television or media that takes your time, you replace that time with praying and inviting Jesus into the living room. And I think what is very important, Rasi, is to know that this is something that must be taught. Mm. When we are talking about a discipline, and I I want to refer to Daniel, where we see his discipline, um, it's amazing. But a discipline is something isn't something that's downloaded into our brains or into our hearts or our spirits. A discipline is something that is discipled. And when we disciple our children, we are walking in front of them and we are saying, see what I do. Look at what I'm doing. It's not just teaching. Mm-hmm. I think we like to teach, but what you do is going to teach and disciple your children yeah. into Yes. Being able to do the discipline. 
that we are trying to teach them. And they will know if it's a value for you as a parent as well. Definitely. Mm. Definitely, there's no doubt about that. And I think when you teach them that we as a family will be doing this as a discipline, it's not a law, it's not a scorecard. God is not going to say, oh, your family got an A on fasting and this family got a B. It's nothing like that. It's a discipline. It's a practice that Jesus also said we must do. And if I can say it like that, it's our, it's to our benefit. Um, God knew that we will need this mm. to learn to trust Him, to walk in faith, to be able to walk this earth in victory mm. and to draw near to Him. And the goal is ultimately, I think it's important that when we do something, just as in um, our workplaces, we must tell them what the goal is. Why are we fasting? And the ultimate goal is union with God, drawing closer to God and learning that our hunger for Him is far greater than our hunger maybe for sweets or food when you are replacing a meal. And I also say that God made our physical bodies to remind us. So just like your hunger reminds you to eat, to stay alive, that hunger can remind us of our hunger for God. And that reminds us to pray. So you can practically teach this to your children in this way. I think what's very important is to make it a team effort. Kids want to be part of a team. Mm -hmm. That's why you see they want to be part of things where they belong. When we create a family unit that resembles a team um, in sport, they will want to go with you. Yes, automatically. So when we pray, we pray together. We make it practical. We can divide it. We don't have to pray for the people in Korea. We don't Mm -hmm. have to do that. We can pray for each other. So what we like to do is we have a board and we say on Monday we are praying for Daddy. On Tuesday we are praying for Mommy. On Thursday we are praying for Leander. And when we are praying for them, we press into them and, and their needs physically, spiritually and emotionally. Wow, that's yes. good. So we would and, ask And you can do the same for family members, friends, people definitely. that you really want to pray for, right? Yes, definitely. And I think that makes the fasting also a bit closer to home. Yeah. And not just a, a vague spiritual thing that you are trying to do with the church. Yeah. Because when, we, when me as mommy maybe um, vulnerably says, I'm struggling um, with this hurt in my life or um, I'm struggling to um, be less on my phone or in my ministry there's a struggle with this and I'm trusting God for this. Immediately they see the vulnerability. They understand that this is something that they can't fix. God can. Mm. So we are putting mommy before God yeah. and they will do the same yeah. when, you, when you mirror that to them and you show them that. That's yes. so good. So very important what I, what I hear you say is if, if you enter a fast with your family, it's important to very clearly define what you are going to fast. And it's yes. okay if it's a longer fast, like 21 days. It's okay to say this week the family will fast from this and next week from that and, and so forth because it's not a diet. It's not. So we want to teach our children it's not a diet and it's not a religious activity no. only. It is actually the space of the family coming before the Lord, yes. drawing near to Him, yes. bringing our needs to Him, also looking to Him. So I want to ask you a question that we haven't discussed mm-hmm. uh, just in the last minute or so. Worship in the families, because prayer and worship is also not religious activities we do 
either praying for our food or worshiping at church only. It should be a family thing. But you Definitely. can play the piano and sing, and I cannot. So, so not yet. Not yet. <laughs> I'll force them at it. Okay. <laughs> um, I think. Can you help us just in one minute? How do we incorporate prayer you've spoken to worship in our families as a means to draw near to God in a in a time of fast? Rasi, I'll try my best to do this in one minute. Um, worship. Rasi doesn't necessarily just have to be singing or playing an instrument. Worship ultimately is praising God. It's acknowledging who He is as our Lord, our King, our Savior. So I would suggest first when you worship, leave out the music. Uh, there's a lot of ways to incorporate music, even if you can't play an instrument. Um, there's amazing resources, playlists that you can put on. But I want to encourage you to to praise God without music, to worship God without music. And a fun way to do that is to start just by saying, who, let's talk about who God is, and then we, we praise Him for who He is. And just then, the living room, you'll say, Adelaide, Leander, who's God for you? Mm. What do you know about God? What have you experienced about God? And then you just say, God is good. God is faithful. God and then you pray that. So it's you prayer pray that. worship. That's yes, what you're saying. Yes, yes. And the amazing thing about that is there's no way that you can't, that the atmosphere can't change. And the moods and the hunger, the hangriness can't <laughs> lift when you are doing that, when you are entering praise. It's mm. also a way of breakthrough. When you just e enter His presence with thanksgiving and praise, it's such an amazing tool. And I think that's also a good way to replace the something that you take away um, and learn how to worship together. Mm. And then that will automatically become something that um, you do in the car when you feel something is not right or that that that. Exactly. Spirit, yeah, that's exactly. Saying, yeah. So what you what you this fast then when you start doing these things in your in your house in your home, it becomes you know it it cultivates a, the 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 spiritual Practice. walk it and does. practices in your life. It highlights it because I think oh, that's so good. Yes, we are so I. I always tell um, children that we are like a glass, and we fill our glasses with so many stuff and fluff. And it's almost like you are so full, you can't even see through it. So when we are taking stuff away, it's easier to hear God, to mm. feel Him, to acknowledge Him, and to make time for Him in our day. So we are, we are actually just focusing on Him more than usually. That's so good. Dalian, thank you so much. Thank you, Russ. Uh, I really hope that this uh, podcast will assist you in uh, especially the fasting and my family, uh, bringing practical things into your home that will cultivate a relationship with God, the family and children drawing near to God and also help you maybe understand how we can apply that in our families. If you need to speak to someone in regards to family, children, and you'd like to connect with Dalian, please, you're welcome to give us a call at 018. 8290-7579 or she is dalian at duhet.org.za so you're welcome to contact our office and uh, make an appointment and I know Dalian would be ecstatic to answer your questions and help you thank, thank you for thank you for putting in Dalian thank you thank you for, uh, for joining me on the podcast and we will definitely do this in, in terms of family and relationships again and uh, just stay tuned for our next po podcast next week about the power of fasting. Thank you for listening. Mm -hmm.
Thank you for listening to Kingdom Life. May God use this message to draw you closer to Him. Join us for the next episode.